Jisung. Right. Park Jisung, he reckons. Yeah, man. Park Jisung. It's always Park Jisung. He's the answer to everything. Okay, you ready? No, but let's do this. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Okay. Mate, I haven't been ready since, like, 2014. Alrighty. Stay hydrated, kids. Welcome to the first proper episode of F24U season 2022. We have technically recorded thus far this year, but let's ignore that. We're focusing on the new season today. This is the show about second tier race car drivers hosted by second tier sports analysts. No, 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 no. I am mate, one mate, such mate, analyst. Mate, 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 mate. I know before that, but I'll yes? still be there. It's season 2022, mate. This is our second year doing this. I reckon we're yes. up to at least tier 1.5 now. Tier 1.5 sports yeah, analysts? I, I reckon we're tier 1.5 sports analysts. I'm pretty and sure we have less viewers some, than when we first started. Some, uh, it's not about the viewers, mate. It's not all about, okay? It's <laughs> it's not just about the raw numbers, okay? We're not David Fisdale mm. here. We don't care about the data. <laughs> okay. It's not and about mate, the mate, with some of the quality of the, on this grid this year, I reckon, you, I reckon we're looking at some tier 1.5 drivers as well. So I think this is now a tier 1.5 oh. podcast. Ooh, strong take. I'm noting that down in my new timestamp notebook. <laughs> exactly. See what I mean? He said we are tier. You're now a tier 1.5 producer. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. The sandpapery, somewhat grating voice you can hear in the background is, of course, my co-host Matthew. How are you doing today, sir? Um. Well, I mean, I'm back in my own home, and I have congratulations. Some of the basic amenities you assume to have in a home, but not all of them. How great are floods? For our majority American audience who don't understand what we're talking about, we've had some floods in Australia recently, along with all the other crap that's going on. It's been bad. Matt had to. Uh, hey mate, to our majority his American audience, start getting more yeah. work. You're you're all you're all over when when our country was on fire two years ago or whatever, but there's more... There's yeah, but more, now there's something a little bit more, there's more pressing life, happening. There's more to life than just bushfires, guys. Like, get around it. You've got to and get around wars. all the natural disasters. Like, bush, okay. As someone who thinks bushfires are definitely, like, the S tier of natural disasters, you've got to get around them all. You think bushfires are the S tier of natural disasters? Bushfires are easily the most <sighs> fascinating of the basic level natural disasters. We're not going to include... Look, we're talking, like, like instant impact. I reckon... There's something about a tsunami, man. Oh, no doubt, no or doubt. A a, I just think bushfire, bushfires are the most... It's the indiscriminate nature of a mm. bushfire. And that. obviously a tsunami comes in, but it's a big wave and it just fucking, you know, takes everything. And for the last part, if that, you know the tsunami's coming and you know what it's going to do. And that, because mm. for the most part, if you're in a, a, a modern enough area, there's the early warning detection systems. Floods... Obviously, flash flooding, bit of a different kettle of fish. But for the most part, you kind of know, like, if you're in a spot that floods, it'll flood. Yeah. Like, when, when a flood enough. happens, there are areas that will just never flood. And if they flood, something's gone horribly wrong. Or if it floods, they will flood. And it's just to the extent and that and things. Obviously, you can still be caught off guard. I didn't. I had. I knew my my area could flood. I didn't. Wasn't expect. I just wasn't expecting it to happen. 
But it wasn't like I was completely like, oh my god, there's water here. I never saw this coming. I just was a bit like, ah, it won't be that bad. Uh, volcanic eruptions. We're a bit well, blase you, about it, perhaps. If you, if you live next to a volcano, you live next to a volcano. Um, cyclones obviously have a bit more indiscriminate nature to them as well. But, you know, I don't know. I've just Cyclones are the other. Cyclones are the second. Just bad. more of a it's fire just, guy than a cyclone guy. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just bushfires. I just, I, it's just, I think it just stems from the fact, I think, that um, to the 2009 Black Saturday bushfires are one of the first... Big, big natural disasters, I can, along with a couple of cyclones that I can remember. And it's just one of the things in this life that is just fascinated me more, more than anything else. Plus, California, different parts of California burn every second week. It's ridiculous. All these people having bloody um, gender reveals and then accidentally setting the bushland on okay. fire because they ripped too many spears. I don't really see why I have to bring gender reveals into it. No, no, legitimately, right, legitimately there were several major U.S. bushfires started over the last few years from gender reveals gone wrong. That uh, actually, that, that was a legitimate thing that happened. Like, a massive bushfire that burned through millions of hectares was started from a gender reveal gone wrong. Millions of hectares. Well, yeah, you got to control your parties. Now, I am Jashan. I would like to also introduce myself. I am uh, keen for this season of content. We had a bunch of content planned over the Christmas months, but due to my own laziness, uh, like we mentioned earlier, floods, of a multitude of factors, really, we haven't been getting amongst it, but we plan on getting amongst it a little bit more moving forward because, of course, no one else will cover the F2, so we should, slash must. Hey, and that's what we plan hey, on doing hey, today. Hey, don't hate on our boy Alex Sharks like that, and Alex Brundle, for that matter. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. We are, not, we like, are the leading F2 experts, not named Alex. Exactly. We're named Matt and Jashan. And today we're talking about Formula 2. Namely, we're going to go through a few of the grid changes. We're going to make some predictions for the upcoming season. We're going to talk a little bit about Bahrain and who we think will succeed and who we think will fail to succeed and instead fuck up Mightily, Marcus Armstrong. Okay, let's get started. Thanks, will you? Uh, nine debutants in the category this season. We will obviously run through a nice of the rookies as this goes on, which means we have 13 returning drivers. Of the 11 teams... Sorry, sorry, no, there's more than that. It was There is nine drivers who have made the step up from F3 this season... Then you've also yep. got a couple like Chan Bolokbasi hasn't come from F3. Bolokbasi! Computer screen. Um, so, yes. Yeah, no, so no, no, think... no, no, no. Matt, Matt, do not disrespect my guy. He was doing actual driving. No, no, I know. He's he, He's got some decent stuff, but yes. Um, most known for, we'll get to Bolokbasi in a bit, but most known for his uh, e-racing prowess. But yes, yeah, so nine, nine F3 um, promotions. And then I believe also Bolokbasi. And I don't think... Anyone else that? Then there's a couple of names on the grid who weren't full time or that, but have you know been dipped their toe in F three F two before. Um, all in all, uh, ten of the eleven teams have at least only yeah only one team has no rookies at all. Um, to ten mm. of the eleven have gone for a combination of one rookie, one returning driver. With the exception being high tech, which has an all returning lineup. Absolutely. What I want to do is I want to name off the teams because there has been quite a lot of movement. 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what I think is the most exciting pickup slash well not transfer but I guess move of the entire grid. Okay, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. Top of the tree, the big dogs, Prema Racing. They come through to 2022 with F3 champion Dennis Hauger, the man who drove ATVs at the age of four because fucking Norway. We've got Jehan Deruvela, who is there. We've got Virtuosi Racing. They've got with uh, Jack Doohan, the Aussie prodigy, and Marino Sato, who is there. Number three, Carlin, Liam Lawson, very excited. Logan Sargent, very excited. We've got a Red Bull Williams Academy pairing over at Carlin. You put Jay and Daruvla in the same category of dismissal as Marino Sato. That is incredulous. <laughs> this man's a championship contender. He's a championship contender. Oh, he's a my bumhole contender, mate. He's got no hope. Moving on to high tech, Grand Prix. Got they come through with... Somewhere. Marcus Armstrong and Yuri Vips as their lineup. Then uh, ART Grand Prix come through with uh, Frederick Vesti, the Mercedes Academy driver, and Teo Porcher, who continues on with ART for a second season. We've got MP, accelerating talent, who have changed their colour scheme from a light blue to a bright orange in a move that I am very supportive of. Yeah, and they've got to, the. French youngster Clement Novelac paired up with incumbent Brazilian Felipe Drogovic, who is uh, in dire need of a, good, of, of a good year here in 2022. Campos Racing saw that MP went orange and decided, well, fuck you, we'll take your old colours. They've gone with the white and blue. Ollie Caldwell, newest Alpine Academy driver, along with Ralph Boschram, friend of the show, of course. Dams, Roy Nassani exists. I actually forgot his first name. I think it's Ayumu, Ayumu, Awasa, is that right? That seems, that seems reasonable. Wait, let me check. Let me check so I don't sound like a fucking cunt. Uh, it is Ayumu Awasa. I fucking killed it. God, I'm brilliant at my job. Uh, Red Bull Academy driver, one of the very many, very, very many Red Bull Academy drivers on this grid. Trident, we've got Richard Vashore coming back for a second season of F2, along with Callan Williams, who uh, is Australian and uh, drives cars, so that's great. We've got Shrews with uh, the young Fitty, Enzo Fittipaldi, along with Bonabashi, which is um, something I'm very keen to see. Intense. The aforementioned Shem Bologbashi. And then the new team replacing fucking, what's it called? Driving Lab, Racing Lab, the lab team from Re- last year. Race Lab. HWA Race Lab. That's the one. We've got Van Amersfoot Racing with Jake and Amori Cordial. Send that one upstairs. Thanks, mate. Now... All that said, it's a it's a very very new grid. A few familiar faces, sure, but it's it's a pretty fresh grid compared to last well, season. It's typical. Yeah, as yeah yeah yeah, very typical. The man I'm most ex- excited to see drive this season. The change. It's got to be Marino I'm... Sato and the Virtuosi. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, you're kidding yourself. No, no. It is actually Jehan Deruvla in the Prema. Oh, this is yeah. a guy. He's, uh, in theory, in his prime, right, in, in terms of F2 years. He's in his early 20s. He's had a few... Well, is it this is the third season in F2? Third season in F2. 
Yep, he's Ooh, in the best team in. He's in the best team on the grid. He's a his his teammate Dennis Hauger is obviously a prodigious talent, but in theory, Jay Hahn's got that experience on him. Could very well outrace him, and if he does outrace him, you know there'll be a few people turning their heads like, okay, not bad, not bad. He's a guy who went from you know being talked about as getting dropped from the Red Bull Academy last year to keeping that spot, and now at Prem, he's got a real chance to prove just how talented Jay Hahn is. So even though I'm not really a fan. Uh, I've seen enough moments from him to, to buy oh, man, into the idea that he's got your overtake of the talent. season. He did get my overtake of the season in a splendid move. It was a joke. So. No, it wasn't a joke. It was a fucking sexy move, mate. It was a very sexy move. It was a good move. move, but it was no Liam Lawson, man. <laughs> you want Liam Fuck Lawson you. inside of you. I do not want Liam Lawson inside Or you want to be inside of, of Liam Lawson, one of the two. Okay, let's leave being inside of people for another, another chat. All right, Matt? Bloody ridiculous. Uh, which move are you most excited for? 2022, baby! I mean, do you, do you, do you want me to try and be interesting with it, or...? No. It's Dak oh, Dewan, is it not? Yeah, last time I checked my, uh... I don't... I was going to say my passport. I don't have a pass, but my birth certificate says I was born in Australia. <laughs> and, uh... Mm. For that exact reason... It's the re-signing of Richard Vashore at Trident. <laughs> uh, no, I'm obviously excited for her, Jack Dylan. Um, Dylan, yeah, Dylan's the big one. Yeah, I think I'll just go with Jack Dylan. I, you know. Yeah. He's a, he's Australian. He's promising. He's now in the same academy as Oscar Piastri. Um, he is? You, you yeah, make he swapped over this- from Red Bull to Alpine, didn't he? Well, as you said, they do have a lot. You make a comment that there's a lot of Red Bull drivers on the grid, but there's only four. That's not that ridiculous. We've had three, I think, each of the last two seasons. No, so Daruvula, Hauger, Lawson, Vips, Awasa is. Oh, five. sorry, I forgot. I did forget about Vips. My apologies. It is five now. Yeah. Yes. Yes, because we've we've gained Hauger. <coughs> we've not lost any, and we've gained Hauger and Awasa. So yes, sorry. Yeah. It is five. I just had a mental moment of forgetting that uh, Liam Lawson was a Red Bull driver. And funnily enough, zero Ferrari Academy drivers. Slash, slash, unsure why Vips is still a Red Bull Academy driver with the um, rest of the talent they have. They just have a lot of fucking talent, mate. Vips is pretty damn good. Yeah, but they've kept Vips over doing. (laughs) Yeah, well, I, I, I have heard that Jack Doohan is a bit of a dickhead. From uh, some inside sources who have Mate, met him. Jashan. Yes. They're potential F1 race car drivers. They're yes. all cunts. Yes. At some fundamental level, even <laughs> Nicholas Latifi is a dick. <laughs> I don't think Nicholas Latifi has, like, an ounce of badness in his entire being. Like, he's just no. he is just the nicest person. No, I reckon, I reckon if push would come to shove and the, all the people sending him the death threats had been serious, I reckon Nicholas Latifi would have just, like, fucking knifed them all. <laughs> he would have just gone full okay. Kilimanjaro. Oh, no, in self-defense. But he would have gone, like, full. He would have got Kilimanjaro. He would have just... He's a secret ninja, Nicholas Latifi. Is that a KSI reference? No, Kilimanjaro. That's a Halo reference. You oh, you're right. Absolute waste hey, of space. Hey, 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 hey. KSI Olajide BT did make a song called, called Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Yeah, but I, it's 
Kilimanjaro which in and of is, itself was a reference to Halo, I do believe. So fair which enough. in itself, if anything, Kilimanjaro actually, if we're going to go that, it's a mountain in Africa. So, um, that's where Kilimanjaro. That, that's that's the main thing. That would be the main Kilimanjaro. Then it's getting Very lots true. of kills in Halo. Then it's a shitty diss track by KSI. <laughs> okay, uh, move. Okay, you, you're excited for Jack doing. Uh, is there a move that you are the least excited for, or maybe a move that even disappointed you, that made you kind of a tad frustrated, shall we say? R- Roy Nassani still being on the grid? Technically not a move. He was He's just there, mate. He's just chilling yeah, that, That's titanium. Um, well... In some way... Uh, I mean, what was that?! Mean, what was William, that? Will, I just had, William Williams, I said I was a little bit like I really didn't think he'd have a seat, but he uh, um I'm honestly I'm very tempted to say it, and this technically isn't a move either. Oh see that's the thing. Most of them the moves that have disappointed me are the people who haven't moved or just still there and haven't gone anywhere. Because the other one that leaps out to me is Vips. Not because he's that, but just because there's so much mm. that, and he's still just, and he's just, he's just not as interesting as some of the other guys anymore. Yuri Vips is so two years ago. What do you, you didn't even know who he was two years ago. I knew about Yuri Vips before you did, mate. Exactly two calendar years ago, no. But like within two seasons ago, I certainly knew who he was by halfway through the season when he was in all the F two races that I was watching every weekend. Look, dude, he's fucking, he's Estonian, man. That's fucking cool. You've got Vips from Hitech. I've got his teammate, Marcus Armstrong. I don't know why he's on the grid. He's not very good. He's got money. Sure, he's shown flashes, but not enough flashes, and he's had enough bites of the cherry. Is it bites of the cherry or bites of the apple? He's only in his third season, mate. If Nassani and Daruva and, and all of that... And he's been in both seasons. If Nassani and Daruva and all of that get third seasons, Marcus Armstrong yeah, and his money know, deserves to be Yeah, but we know why Nassani's there. But we know why Armstrong's there. He's got his family backing. He has the money to be there. His name is literally on his fucking car. But in high tech, no, chuck him down into VAR or something. Chuck him down to Shrews. Let me oh, see that's some a bold bash reaction in high tech. You, you got. Uh, well, that's just stupid because Bollock, Bollock Bashi is Sharu's drumming up some mark. He could be alright, but drumming up some marketing by getting a name that's gonna. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Armstrong is someone who, if they it gets it right, could still prove to be a championship contender. So. I disagree. No. I don't think he has the mentality for it. I maybe the talent's there. I haven't seen enough, mate. That's just, but that's that's what if things if things start go if thing he gets things right. Like Armstrong's, he made that. But Armstrong's ceiling is immensely higher than Bollock Bashi. Have you ever seen Bollock Bashi drive? No, but there's a reason. Ah, well, then you're speaking no, no, no. from a place of ineducation. <sighs> Miss yeah, education. but well, okay. I've seen I've I've seen him e race, and he's very very good. Um, but there's a reason he's not like. If Bollock Bashi was so good, why is he not being in a different FIA? Why is he not come from a different FIA category? Why hasn't he been in F two the last two years? If he's so fucking good, he's been racing in GT four, European Series, Pro Am yeah. Cup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's less than I thought there would be. Yeah. Uh, 
Fine. I'm not, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm fascinated to see how he goes, and Lord knows, I want him to. I want him to do some some good things, but to say that you'd be wanting a bollock Barsi in a high that would be a shit. High tech is a team that believes they are a, could be a like proper contender. That's in fair. This category, bollock Barsi is not a contender signing. I don't think Armstrong is either, personally. But fair enough. He's more of a contender signing than Bullock Barshi is. Do you think Logan Sargent is a contender signing for Carlin? Oh. Alongside Lawson? Undoubtedly. I think I think Carlin are the number two team here. Because obviously Sato is I, as far as we I've know a dead a, weight. Oh actually sorry, yeah, uh, well yeah, I I'd agree. I'd agree. Carlin Carlin look very solid. Yeah. So let's get those rankings. Like prediction team rankings. I, I think we, do we both have Premier as number one? Uh, we sure do. We sure do. We I don't think it'll be. Uh... See, oh, there's I that noise think, again. I don't think. I think this is the weakest lineup Premier has fielded in now what is now my third season of watching the sport. But this might be their easiest walk to the title yet because it's it's not. I'm not saying, I mean, for starters, I don't know her. I don't think this year's grid. Now, maybe it's just because I didn't quite watch as much of F3 last year. It's hard to that. I don't think this year's grid is as good as last year's grid. Like, the Croft that's come up from F3, they're solid. Interesting. But they're not Piastri, Porsche. Who the fuck was the other one? Oh, Lawson. They're, they're not, yeah, they're <laughs> not Piastri, Pierre, Porsche, Lawson, all of those who came up oh, it's, last It's Hauger and Doohan. Hauger and Doohan, do I, don't, I don't think Hauger is... Logan Sargent's got a lot of talent. I, 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 no doubt, but I don't think Hauger is as good as Piastri. I don't mm. think Doohan is uh, necessarily as raw, like, good as Porsche. And okay. I don't know whether I'd say Sargent's as good as Lawson in terms of raw talent. Like, it's a very, Vesting very solid thing. could be interesting as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But, you know, but the fleet, getting those guys, we've lost guys like... Schwartzman, yeah. Tectum, uh, yeah. the one who's Guan Yu Zhou. The one who's in there. Uh, I just blanked on his name for a second. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so I just I just don't I don't I, I have to I'd have to sit down and think about it whether or not I think it's a stronger grid than the first year I watched F two twenty twenty, but it's not as strong as mm. last year's grid I don't think, and. I think we got much more spread out. Like most of the team, Prema and Carlin are the only teams where I reckon they've got a real, like, legit, proper one-two punch. Everyone else has got one really strong driver, and one guy who either I just don't think is it, or could could be there, but could very easily not be there. Yep. Whereas you know, last year Virtuosi fielded both. Um, well, Dragovic proved not to be there. But in paper, you're like, well, I've got Dragovic and Joe. That's really yeah. good. Carlin had Tictum and Daruvala. High Tech mm. had Vips and Lawson. ART had Porsche and Lundgaard. Um, just, <laughs> oh, Lundgaard. So I think I think Prima, he he wasn't too terrible. No, we can actually touch on that. I thought I thought and Lundgaard went alright in their um uh, full time IndyCar debuts. Oh, did they actually? Absolutely. Oh, they were. Yeah, they they, they weren't um, incredible. I have one of them. I think I thought Lungard Lungard only just missed the top ten in the end. I think. 
um, which I was pretty happy with. Uh, they weren't they weren't the strongest. They got a bit slapped around by a couple of the rookies who have come out of indie lights, but logically, that's that's the same way that you know. If it ever happened, you expect for the first few races, Pato Award will get slapped around. Well, it's a bit harder in F1 because discrepancy cars. But assuming they end up in two competitive, similar competitive, Pato Award will get slapped around by whatever F2 person has popped in F1 in the same season as him for a bit, just because there's more similarities mm. between F2, F1, than, you know, the vice versa. But I think, you know, they'll both settle in nicely, I reckon. Um, and, That's you know, the, the year two then, Scotty McLaughlin. Last year's Rookie of the Year already fucking ticked off a box. Won the first race this season. Grosjean continuing to look very strong. Anyway, yeah. back to F2. So I agree. So we both got Prema first. And I think we both already sort of said it. Both got Carl in second. Um, yes, I, I've got Carl in second. And I think I think there's probably a, a decent step between those two and then the rest. I, I um, tend to agree, yeah. Uh, but if this is where we might start to differ, I've then I have ART for third best uh, for third is where I think they will. Oh, the and Porsche combination. Uh, I think I think Porsche is the logical favorite title contender. Title. Oh, he's got uh, him as favorite. Contender, but well, I think he should. I think he'd be uh, the everyone's like he may not be the person you'd pick, but if you were like setting the odds, I think Porsche would be the person everyone would put down as favorite. He's the highest place returning driver from last season. We know just how good he is, and he's only going to get better and more familiar with these cars. Yeah. It was the same way that Schwartzman and Joe were the very two obvious preseason favourites, even as a mercurial as Piastri was, because mm. they were the returning talent, the known quantities. That's very fair. And I think Vesti is probably surprisingly only Danish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, Frederick, the Frederick part isn't surprising. Vesti yeah, fair is enough, fair enough. So he's got it, but yes. I think Vesti is, you probably make a strong case that Vesti is third or fourth most talented. Obviously, Hager and Dewan are the two obvious ones, but you could definitely, I'd, you know, you could uh, you could convince me anyway out of Sergeant Vesti and Clement Novelak in terms of um, the third best rookie. Yep. Vesti so. screams to me like a guy with maybe a high floor, but also a lowish ceiling. Like I think he'll be pretty yes, consistent. I don't. I don't see Vesti going absolutely to the strategy, but he's he's generally like you know he was up there mm. without ever really overwhelming in both his seasons in F three. Um, yeah. So you know if he solid floors and Porsches, that's yeah. ART for third. So you, who have you got third place? Yeah, it, it gets tricky here for sure. Um, ah, jeez. Fuck it, I'm going MP. Oh, you I'm going you MP have accelerating talent. At massively stolen my thunder because I was. <laughs> I thought I was. I thought I was gonna be getting a bit spicy with the fact I. I reckon MP fourth, leaping both high tech and virtuosi. Interesting, interesting, um, interesting, interesting. But you've gone and put them in fucking third. Yeah, look, I think Drogovic, Drogovic is a man. <laughs> Drogovic is a man with something to prove. He's stealing my Drogovic take as well now. 
Oh, the wheels <laughs> This is are why we plan them wheel. out. We don't just wing it, bro. This is well, why no, we're supposed because, to plan this. I, you can't just, I can't just go, oh, I want to say Dragovic will do really good, so you have to come up with someone else. These things need to be natural. If we both think Dragovic is going to win the title, I'm not saying that's what I think. But like, if we both uh, think that, we can p- pick the same man to win the title. You've got to... No, 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 no. Do it, do it. Go for Dragovic winning the title back-to-back seasons, mate. <laughs> oh, double you, down. You, know you want to. Double down. Uh, <laughs> mate, if you just keep if you just keep putting money on black, eventually you'll win. Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard uh, House of Black, Malachi Black. Yes, Serious Black. black nah, he died. R.I.P. Spoilers, by the way, for anyone listening <laughs> who's um just starting off on the Harry Potter journey. Serious Black dies. But yeah, I think yeah. Wait, so no, that you've got MP third, I've got MP fourth. As I said, I think Dragovic will be bouncing back well. And again, mm-hmm. as I said, Novelak is in that discussion of who could be the best rookie on the grid. Um, I've got ART fourth. Uh, nice. I think, yeah, poor share is a title container. I think Vesti will provide a solid base of consistency. Um, I've taken High Tech for fifth. Ah, Obviously, me too. Vips, Vips, Vips is known quantity, and as much as you bash it, see you've bashed on him a lot, but you still think Armstrong is good enough to get them home for fifth place. Ahead no, of no, I don't. I think Vips will also be a title contender. I think Armstrong will be shit. Maybe get, I don't know, 40, 50 points, but Vips will be a genuine title contender because he has. But that that's a, that's a, that's enough for the second driver of an upper mid tier mid pack team. <gasps> 40, 40 or fifty points yeah. is enough to get that, that sort of job done. Like you're not, you're not. Yeah, you're but not it's not. Right. But like you mentioned earlier, that high tech want to be winning the title. It's not enough for winning the title. Is the point? Sure, they can be a mid pack, but they won't. Oh no, the but I, I see. Okay, that's it. I don't. Yeah, no one's winning this title aside from Prem, unless things go really, really wild. Uh, maybe um, Carlin. Let's go, Car- yeah. Come on, Liam. You got it in your bud. Uh, virtuosi. I don't think could fall any lower than six, simply because. Doing himself may well score more points than any of the other teams can muster combined. And then, <laughs> you know, Sada, I'm sure Sada will score more points this season than he's done the last two years combined. But yeah, how much he does uh, remains to be seen. That's a fair point. I've got Hightech in the same spot. Who have you got at number seven? So You, you mean Virtuosi in the same spot? Yes, I got virtuosity in the same spot. Sorry, we've uh, both got high tech. Much, we've only had one same. difference so far, yeah. and it's and it was AIT just it was it literally an inverse. I've got ATMP, you've got MPAT. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we come to the second half of the grid. Effectively, the uh, the battlers in terms of the uh, the battlers oh, yeah. and dams who once delivered Latifi to second place in this championship, but banter. Mm. Um, banter. I think. I think it'll all well, stay the same. I think Campos is still going to be the strongest of uh, the mid-lower field. Bottong is back, and if he does what he does last year, he'll be very good. And I do think Caldwell maybe doesn't have the highest ceiling, but I think he's probably the most ready for this drive of the bottom half of the grid rookies. So I think Campos easily has the strongest lineup of the bottom five teams. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to say Campos, obviously, to respect my boy, Ralph Voshang, obviously an old friend of mine. Um, but I, I think Caldwell is shit. So, it's just, it's a matter of 
how how is he as shit as Nasani? <clears throat> no, I'm I, I'm taking Dams at seventh. I think Awasa is a bit of a sleeper. I think he's very very talented, and I think he'll turn some heads. See in 2022. That's it. I think Awasa will eventually go further, has more upside than Caldwell. But, like... Yeah. Caldwell finished fucking miles ahead of Awasa in the F3 standings last season. That's fair. miles ahead of where Fittipaldi did. Finished miles ahead of Cordiel. And Bollock Blassie wasn't even in F3. And he finished miles ahead of Fittipaldi, too. Bollock That's how I'm supposed to pronounce it, actually, so... I think think Awasa is too raw for the category still. I, I think he'll, I think he'll show a bit. I think he'll show a bit. This we'll, might we'll turn see. out to be a Petakoff selection uh, from last year. From oh, he's hand, not. He's I, not I a Petakoff. That's for sure. Mm. Yeah, I think he'll, I think he'll show a bit. Uh, but anyway, what have you got next there, lad? Oh, uh, I then have Trident. I think Vashore is Vashore could very well uh, finish ahead of Boshong. Wow. And that making him the best driver. I mean, that's it. I think it's between but, those two will be battling it out for the top of the backmarker team drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as I've ragged on him and that, Kalen Williams was the man who, I, I think it was on day one, of t- obviously testing is that, but he showed t- pace in testing. He was the only man who was able to split the premiers on day one. Um, True. Had the second fastest time on day one of testing. So there's something there. It is, it is quite bad that thing. The hardest thing to quantify is Kalen Williams in his time in F3 was driving for gender. So, yeah. which, so it could just be a case that he was in a shit team. It could be. I've got no faith in, in him whatsoever. Um, but I've got no faith in a lot of It could very well be the case. I mean, look, testing times are testing times, mate. I mean, Jehan Daruvula topped oh, one of yeah. the days in testing, and you know how garbage I think he is. Absolutely. But the big thing is, I think I think Vashaw will be finishing up with a similar sort of point, sort of bosh on. And yeah, I just yeah, think yeah, that's I, a lot more... A lot yeah. more... Because for all of these teams, these are all teams that could have, like, 50 points combined. So if Vashaw is able to get 40 points himself... Yeah, and it's going to be hard pressed for any of the others to top that. That's very fair. It's very fair. Uh, keep your eye on a Yumu Awasa. Yeah, some, some. I've got Campos at eighth uh, after Dams yep. there, and I do have. There'd be no way you could have had them lower. No, you couldn't. That'd be. And I do though. have. I I I I have Sharu's ninth. I also have Sharu's ninth. We obviously know how much I like Fittipaldi. And... Have you not put Dams in yet, you cheeky bastard? Yeah, I've probably low-balled Dams, but as I said, what I have here, and to be honest, when I look at my... Uh, I, I look now at my uh, driver predictions, and yeah. I realise that there is actual not symbiosis between my team's predictions and my driver predictions. <laughs> I do have I do have Sharuj predicted ahead of Dams, despite having... Um, each driver from Dams predicted to be <laughs> ahead of their effective contemporary in Charuse. Interesting. So I will, I Interesting. Will, I will make that swap. I have I have Dams in ninth, Charuse in tenth, and then okay. obviously via VAR in eleventh. Yep. Yeah, Despite it's hard the not best to efforts of my boy Jake Hughes. My boy, not an Amori Cordial fan, are you? I don't know a lot about him, but we know how much I love Jay Hughes. 
You do love JQs. I'm sure he'll get a couple of points here and there, JQs. And that is a sexy car. Like, I, I will stand by that. Like, I think that VAR car is hot. Give me some muted greys and some bright orange any day of the week. Oh, my God. Give me some raptor news. Sorry. Um, they're extinct. No, I meant, like, the Toronto... But I tell you what I'm excited for. We haven't... We've sort of touched on it already today. But... Bonabashi! Um, it's a great story, and that should be very interesting. Him and, him and Fittipaldi, I think, are one of probably the most likable pairing on the grid, I want to say. Apart, yeah. Yeah. Is Fittipaldi, if he hadn't have had the crash, is Fittipaldi that likable or that, that well-loved? I'm not saying yeah, he's I not. I think he's pretty likable. I mean, he's, he's, it's a famous name. Like, people like him. Yeah, okay. So, basically, you're just saying that all the fucking cool kids are bandwagoning him because he's a Fittipaldi. Yeah, all the cool kids who watch F2, because there are heaps of cool kids who watch F2. Yeah. Oh, you're delusional, we just, We just won't, you know... We, 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 he says we. Yeah. Okay, it's all, a, no. it's all a bunch of hooey. I'm going to go grab a beer. I'll be back in a second. Wow, okay. Okay, Um. yeah, quick question. How many points, and this is obviously a random guess because you haven't seen him drive. How many points do you reckon Bolobashi will score? Five. Five points? Okay. To be honest, to be honest. How about None. Okay, so zero points for Sam. How many points do you think Fittipaldi scores? 15 to 20. 15 to 20? Yeah, strong. All right. Well, that, that, yeah, there you go. So we've done our little, uh, little team stacked. I think they're, they're pretty similar, apart from I, I rate Dams a lot higher than you do, and we have a little, you know, flipperoo with ART and MP. But, uh, yeah, similar and yet slightly different. Should be interesting same, to see how the different. season plays out. Just watch Marino Sato turn around to be really fucking good. Dude, if Masato, Sato wins this championship, that'd be awesome. Fair enough. Alrighty, well, let's run through driver predictions real quick. Alright, let's go. Let's go. Uh, 22nd, I have... Is it Amore? He's, yes, Amore Cordillo. Amore Cordillo. Fair enough. Can't really argue. He's, he's Belgian, yes? Yes. Right. So Not you tomorrow. expect absolutely nothing from him. Well, I have to expect absolutely nothing from some... Someone has to come last. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a bit hard to predict which will be the first driver to be just out of the category, so I'm going with Cordillo. <laughs> Fair enough. Any thoughts on who could potentially replace him at VAR? When he does, oh, I, I don't, uh, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying Cordillo won't make it to the end of the championship. Um, I'm just like I don't know who's going to drop out to be like, oh yes, they'll drop out, so they will come last. Um, so I have to pick someone to come last. Um, I'll write off the next few and just see whether you disagree, and then I don't know, maybe you'll you can unless you've wrecked that, you can start getting in for your predictions once we get higher. Go up, for it, yeah, yeah. Um, so to round out the rest of the uh, got that. Uh, Bollock Barshi, 21st, Iwasa, 20th, Williams, 19th, Hughes in 18th. That is my backmarker running guys who I can see only scrounging out a very small handful of points. Is that Hughes at 19th? 18th. So, Cordial, 22nd, Bollock Barshi, 21st, Iwasa, 20th. Who was 19th? Williams. Ah, yeah. Williams. 
Not the car, uh, the driver. Yep. And then Hughes and then Nasani 17th? I haven't said 17th. Oh, fuck. All right. Fair enough. I want to assume it's Rory Nasani. Okay. Well, I've got Callan Williams coming last. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, zero faith in him. I've got Cordiel, 21st. Okay. I've got Jake. That, that's incredibly sick. Williams beat Cordiel in F3. And he's in a better car. We don't Where's know he's the in a logic? Car. Okay, we don't for sure, but Trident, Elias Van Eversport has come in with Red Hat. Trident has typically proven to be a car that can, at times, have a bit of competitiveness. Oh, absolutely. I uh, expect them to be better than the VAR. Yeah, look, Callan Williams, I believe, is from Perth. That's Perth. And you know what? I just, I just don't think. But. You know who else? I is just don't. Have, yeah, yeah. Daniel Ricciardo, who is uh, universally yeah. our worst driver of the Formula One season last year. So, sorry, bud. You're in bad, ca bad company, um, Callan. Do you reckon? Do you reckon uh, Callan Williams could provide some better insights than Ricciardo could in what are some of the similarities between AFL, uh, Formula One, and uh, AFL? You know, I would think that if he wasn't from Perth, but unfortunately he's from Perth, and thus I have no faith in him whatsoever uh, in, on an intellectual level. Mate, but he's, hey, he's got more uh, brain cells than the Victorians do. Uh, just as a, as a rule. So Callan Williams has more brain cells than most Victorians. You know Oscar Piastri yeah. Victorian? Yeah, no, I do. But see, my, my rule of... Well, it's hard to say with Williams that. My rule of thumb being that most of the Victorians have lost their brain cells due to getting riddled with COVID, whereas WA's not had COVID. Yes. This does not apply to Piastri, though, because he has not been in Victoria during this time. So, uh, the circumstances of his brain cells, unknown. That's because COVID is known for just eating away at brain cells. That's its primary um, function. Okay, Callie Williams, last. Cordial, 21st. Jake Hughes, 20th. Ah, next one, next one, next one. Next one's tough for me, I won't lie. But I ended up going. There's with... no way you can. Bolabashi! Yeah, you can't put him. I think putting him ahead of Hughes is a big call and a bit disrespectful. <laughs> you can't put him any higher than 19. Like, there is no, no one else. I wanted to. I wanted to. I very much wanted to. Who could he possibly. Who could you possibly say with any certainty he could beat on the grid, apart from those other guys we've mentioned? I've got Ollie Caldwell at 18. <laughs> That's fair, but I, there's no way Bolo Passi beats Caldwell in the championship. No, of course not. All right, no give me give me up to 15th. All right, so 17th, 16th, 15th. Caldwell, no, sorry, yep. Fittipaldi, Caldwell, Nasani. Nice. <laughs> Caldwell. So as, as we see here, I, I have... Um, uh, yes, I have. I had Awasa ahead of Bolik Bashi, and I have Nasani ahead of Fittipaldi. Hitherto, I must have Dams ahead of. Unless, unless what we're implying is, I think one of the Sharu's drivers will be waved bye bye, and someone will come in and score like forty points. Maybe that's what I'm actually predicting there. Ah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. It that could be interesting. Guy, or uh, David Schumacher. David... David Schumacher. No, David Beckman. David Beckman, that's the one. Beckman will come in and yeah, he'll win like three straight races. I reckon, um... 
Oh, I'll make Jackie Crawford to show. Actually, no, it'd be Johnny Edgar first before Jackie Crawford. A couple oh, of those Red Bull juniors F- are very, very talented. None of the... They'd only come in for the last couple of races once F3 is done. The guys who've yeah. got an F3 drive won't just randomly... Because these guys are F3 championship contenders. And winning that title... Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. Someone without uh, an FAA drive. Where's Where's Zendeli yeah. hanging out these days? It's going to be Deletta. Deletta's going to rock up and win. <laughs> Look, the, it doesn't really matter because once Gregoire Saucy gets into F2, all bets are up, mate. <laughs> Let me just say, just a, a side note, because we're probably not going to talk about F3 for a little while and it starts the same weekend. But how great is it for me? Obviously, you know, my boy Alex Smolia. Smolia's left ART in that, and, you know, well, Porsche left the previous season, and Smolia's now moved away from ART, and I was a bit like, oh, obviously Correa, but, like, Correa unlikely did that. I was a bit like that. But um, my favourite guy left in F3, and the guy I probably would have been rooting for in this year's championship, Victor Martins, now an ART driver. Yeah. Favourite driver. And Gregor Saucy. It's gone perfect. Oh, CRT uh, as well. Very nice. And then Juan Manuel Correa. It's a dope lineup. Yeah, but that... Um, oh, I'm very keen to see Zane Maloney. Very keen to see Johnny Edgar. Very keen to see Jackie Crawford. Very keen to see Gregoire Saucy. And I'll make Kyle Collette. Smolliar's got a terrible... Actually, will Smolliar be allowed to race? Uh, he would not be allowed to race in... Uh... Your uh, the UK, it would and then it would be whether or not um, various sanctions imposed on Russian companies mm. and oligarchs, whether or not that affects his uh, Russian sponsorships, and then if he's not producing the money, no chance of having that. But I'm not sure. Yeah, he's got a shit haircut. Back to the F two. Where were we? Uh, you were doing your seventeenth through fifteenth. Yes. Caldwell eighteenth, yes. I'll I'll chuck Roy Nassani in it at seventeenth there. I'll put Fittipaldi in at sixteenth. Yeah, the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. Um I'll I'll chuck Richard Vashorn at fifteenth. Ooh, that is harsh. I'll chuck in Richie Vashor there. Yeah. Yeah, happy with that. Alright. Yeah, alright. Sure, I think. Yeah, I just cash on my nut sacks, mate. Okay. Okay, indeed. Uh, okay, I then. 14th, I have Marino Sato. 13th, Kermit Novelak. Uh, 12th, Richard Vashore, and 11th, just missing out on that top 10, Ralph Boshong. Boshong in 11th is a strong, strong place for Ralph. So Sato down at 14th, so you you really don't buy into the idea that they see something in him and he's got the talent, it's just, you know, he's been driving for Trident for years. You just think he's shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I just mystified by that. Mystified, totally befuddled. He's never, I've seen other guys in lower cars, like, you know, we'll see the Shrews isn't necessarily as bad as the Trident. Well, no, the Shrews, last year's Shrews came below Trident. The previous season, I watched Louis Delatraz consistently have drives where he was up there and about in a Shrews. 
That's true. I never, I never saw Sato put the trident up there and about. Nasani kind of half did sometimes. Like, yeah. I just, I've never seen him do anything in that car. Ben, and the comparison. Bent Viscal was up and about in that trident yeah. at various times last season. I have never seen Sato even That's sniffing true. near the front of a race. He was not sniffing. Sato was not sniffing. We're going to write that down. Sato was not Sniffing! Classic content. I'm capitalising that as well. Brilliant. Okay, um, so it was, it was Sato 14th. Boston yep. was 11th. It was 13th and 12th. Novelak 13th. Sure, yep. 12. Yep, 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 He's got a great oh, name, I, a great beard. I'm high so I've on Novelak as well, but I just, I just don't see where the space is for him further up the grid. It's, it's tough. Uh, this middle sector is, it could be very, very competitive. Uh, Maybe I, he I didn't want to put Vashore fifteenth, but, but I'm, I'm backing in the incumbents. I've got Vashore. Obviously, you know Vashore fifteenth. I've got Marcus Armstrong at fourteenth. Uh, Ralph Boshung thirteenth. Ayumu Awasa at twelfth, and Frederick Vesti at eleventh. Vesti just bang in the middle where I think I think he's just got that about him. Just bang in the middle, you know? Fair enough. Fair enough. Boom. Right. I boom. So we're into the business now with two more people and then we're into the eight men who I think are championship contenders. Eight uh, men? Yes. I think there are eight people who could win this title. It's a lot of men. Alright. Uh Tenth place, I have Frederick Vesti. Mm-hmm. Just about where he belongs, one one yeah. I was, I was going to go one by one from now. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, Vesti at tenth makes total sense. I think, yeah, around that 10th, 11th spot. Uh, yeah, that's that's got Vesti written all over it. He'll have a few decent... I think a lot of, like, fifths and sixths, you know, and a lot of podiums. I've got Sato at tenth. Marino Sato, and coming in at tenth there. I just don't think there's a chance that he finishes ahead of Armstrong in the championship. Ha! Not a hope in that. Armstrong's shit, mate. I'm telling you. You still Armstrong is showing a million times more than Sato has for the last two years. Yes, that's Simple true. That. That's true. But I just, I'm so anti Armstrong at this point, mate. I've got to stick by it. And Virtuosi are a better team than high techs. We'll see. That's so interchangeable, though. Uh, I have Armstrong coming ninth. I think Armstrong is just a little cut below the people I could see winning the championship. I could see him. I could. I could see him rallying enough and finishing fourth or fifth. But I just don't see him as being someone who could win the title. Ah. So he is my best of the rest place driver. And in ninth. Fair, fair, fair. I honestly fair, think fair, there's fair, a very good chance. Year, year three, I I think you're going to be very I think you're going to be, yeah. Nah, you're leaning into a little a bit gust, of uh, Marcus Armstrong action now, mate. Where, oh, I've, I've always said, he's, I still think he's got the ability. He wasn't a Ferrari Academy driver for no reason. Mm -hmm. This is a man who finished third in F3 during his F3 campaign. The yeah. Talent is there. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I've got Clement Novlak coming in at eighth, right there, just sneaking no, in on it. No, it was there. Armstrong, not for sure, not for sure, mate. I, <laughs> shut the fuck up. 
shaky kind. Yeah, right. I've got I think it's a little hype and I like, but yeah, we'll see. Interested to see. It might be a little bit high for him, but uh, I've got to I've got to have faith in someone, mate. I've got to have faith in someone. I don't have faith much in the world anymore. Well, I don't know if you've been following the news lately. It's all a bit fucked, but give me some Clement Novelak faith. That's fair. Could it you? appears, if without um, any real intention to, if I'm not mistaken, we both have the same na- same eight names left on the board. So whether or not, but we clearly seem to think these are the same yep. eight that are. The cream of the crop. So just to run through the eight people I think are the championship contenders in team and kind of order. From Prema, Den- both, yeah, both Prema drivers, Dennis Hauger, Jan Deruvla. I think Duan's a championship contender from Virtuosi. I think both Lawson and Sargent from Carlin are championship contenders. I think Vipsy is from High Attack. Mm. I think Porsche is from ART. And I think Drogovic is from MP. Yep. Yep, Are there yep, any of yep. those eight who you think aren't championship contenders? No, that's that's about right. I think there are maybe two tiers within those eight contenders, but I think they're all contenders. That's fair. All right. Eighth position, uh, Logan Sargent. That, that's the name I was going to go with myself, but... That was the first name on my list, but then I thought I thought I thought a bit more about it. Logan Sargent's been pretty fucking good for a pretty fucking long time. Yeah, but so's everybody left up here. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, a little bit of Logan Sargent action. We'll see. I've got Jack Doohan coming in at eighth. Fair enough. It's a big call, it, mate. These are all big calls. This is gonna. This is this is big. Top eight type stakes, brother. Top eight type. Yeah, state. okay, okay, but like, there's there's big calls and there's like big call, like big call would be saying yeah, Dylan's sure, going to win the championship. Saying Dylan will be the worst of the contenders in eighth. That's a big call. Well, I did have Virtuosi finishing sixth, so it does make sense. So do I, but that's just because I don't think Sardo's getting a single fucking point to contribute to it. Yeah, well, Dylan, um, I think you, you did say that the rookies coming up this year aren't as strong as last year, right? And yeah. doing. It was is is the the second best, so he'll be behind Hauger at least. Eh, we'll see. We will see. We shall uh, see. Seventh place, I have Yuri Vips. Yeah, I figured. I figured. I figured. I figured. It's fair enough. I think Vips is is definitely in the lower tier of um. He needs to contenders. he needs to show that he can string it together for a longer period than he did. Yeah, he does. Year. He absolutely needs to show a bit more consistently. And Consistency. Of the I really of the returnees, unlike Daruvala, who has stepped up into a much better car, or Dragovic, who mm. hasn't necessarily stepped into in theory a better car, but I think just the change of scenery of scenery and going back to an environment he's familiar with MP boosts his chances. Or someone like Lawson and Porsche, who are just so incredibly young and raw that they just should should be getting so much better. Yeah, Vips is the one out of all the one who's just, and then the other guys are. Vips is the one who's just nothing's changed. I really don't see Vips having. He might have got more. That's the thing. The only thing I can really see is Vips getting more consistent. I just don't see like a massive leap forward in speed or racecraft or anything. And he's not gone to a different. So unless Tytex nailed the package this year, that's possible. But there's less factors in Vips' control um, and that. So yeah, seven. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely needs to show if he can be that um, Azerbaijan Vips throughout the entire season, then yeah, he could absolutely take it all and he could, you know, leapfrog everyone else in terms of the Red Bull Academy standings and be the next guy up. But it's a matter of can Indeed. he perform consistently. Which is the question mark I also raised for this man, Jehan Daruvula. Um, the guy who literally last season would have one weekend where he'd be fucking amazing and the next weekend where he'd just disappear. He can't do that now. Pre you know, spotlight's on him at Prema. He needs to perform. But I don't know if he will. Uh, I'm interested. I'm very, very interested to follow the story and to see if, if you know if he thrives or if he crumbles under the pressure. You know, but is he a cake baked by my Barker, my grandma, and will he just rise and be perfect, or is he a cake baked by me and will he just collapse inwardly and and fail miserably? <sighs> I'm fascinated to watch it play out. So I've got Daruvala seventh. That's good. Uh, I have Jack Dillon at sixth. Dewey at six. Yep. See, I worried that halfway through the season he'll uh, forget it's a four wheeler and he'll start driving bikes. Uh, you never know with these kids. With these with these Gold Coast kids, they're not very smart. You don't drive a bike, you ride it. Oh, fuck. Whatever. <sighs> it's all hooey to me, it's all poppycock. At six, I've got Vips. I've got. Uh, did you did you wake up today in eighteen sixty four or something? <laughs> Not a fan of the poppycock call. <laughs> it's more the constant use of hooey. <laughs> <It's> unexpected. Ah, <laughs> oh, what can I say, mate? Uh, I'm, I'm changing my vernacular up a little bit. Hello. <laughs> A little bit of hooey never hurt nobody. Oh, goodness gracious. I've got Mr. Inconsistent himself, Yuri Vips, at number six. I think yep. I think he'll push early, but I think he'll fade out as the season continues. Unfortunately, oh. as much as I love him. Which means, who houses? You've got Logan Sargent in your top five. That's a big call. I like that. You've used your brain. Congratulations. Yeah, so now we arrive at the the quintet that I'm calling the Mathematicals. I can't say exactly oh, yeah. what round of the championship it'll be, whether it's going to that. But like these are the five who I think will be the ones that as we start getting down to the pointy end and you stretch it a bit fine to make the picture seem a little bit more interesting than it is, you're going to go, these are the ones in mathematical contention. Mm-hmm. So these are, these are the guys going into the last... So I think there could be a little bit of separation between Dylan and Six and these five that mean that, like, Dylan yep. drops out and these other five are still in that. Uh, and coming in fifth of them, uh, Jan Daruvula. Yep, that's fair. And I'll also say, point. to be honest, as we get that, I think from second through fifth here, incredibly... Like, I could very easily see the second through... Certainly third through fifth, possibly even yeah, the second through fifth being very much how the sort of second through fifth area ended up shaking out in this year's championship table, where it was very, yeah. very close. And very tight. Been, been very interchangeable. I'm not necessarily as... Yeah. I, I've got Drogovic at five. I think that I think this is still the second tier of the contenders. I've, I've got the top three as my actual, like, my top contenders, personally. Gee, I wonder who your top three drivers are going to be. <laughs> Shuck my fucking nuts, mate. I wonder who you've I wonder who you've picked it for. I reckon 
He could be from the United States, <laughs> and he might, yes, Logan he might be several positions lower than a corporal. Congratulations, Logan Sargent is my fourth place driver. I think Colin will make a real... I think the Prema Colin gap won't be very much. That's fair. I think it'll be a genuine That's title fair. fight between those two specifically. No one else really, but those two. Who's your number four? Uh, Drogovic. I think Drogovic will bounce back, but I'm yeah. not going to double down and <laughs> he goes, uh, goes for the put it in writing of him winning the title after what happened last season. But I think I think he'll get his mojo back. He's gone. Mm-hmm. He just has to. Um, and so I think he'll be right back in the position. That's the thing. I think he'll have the season this year that he really should have had last year, and he'll sort of combine the two things. He'll combine... He, the rawness of the stuff, the prowess he showed in MP Season 1 uh-huh. with, the, in theory, the more experience and better package kind of thing he should have had last year at Virtuosi because I think MP has been getting a little bit better as a car as seasons have gone on. Yeah. Um, and I think that'll come together and he'll um, be up where he should be in terms of the championship fight. That's very fair. Yeah. I've got, as you know, I drove it to the top end of my second tier, but I, I yes. think he'll he'll impress a bit more this season, but not quite enough. So that leaves us with the same three. We each have I know. a man who, as we've said, is the man, is the logical uh, short price favorite. Everyone, you know, it'd be the the lo- yeah the logical pick, Porsche, the F three champion from last year, Dennis Hauger, the big X Factor Piastri style rookie. And then your favourite, and my favourite to bash because he's your favourite, but you can't deny his talent, <laughs> Liam Lawson. The man from New Zealand, unfortunately. Now, <laughs> Jashan, of uh-huh. these three, would you have Pusher or Hauger coming third? That's my question, because I, I just don't believe that you'd have Lawson coming worse than second. So who do you have coming third, Pusher or Hauger? I've got Teo Pusher coming third. Wowzers, he has Liam Lawson winning the championship. Wowzers in my trousers, Matthew. Wowzers in my trousers. Don't, um, what's the phrase? Don't, uh, something about the fat lady singing. It's not over till the fat lady sings? It's not over till the fat lady sings, Matthew. It's not over till the fat lady sings. Early bird gets the worm, Matthew. Bit of give, bit of take. Another day, another dollar. You're That's just, all you're I just have throwing to say. out sayings and none of them actually apply, but you're just you're just throwing out different sayings. It's great. Amen. Praise Jesus. Who have you got coming in third? Lawson. Liam Lawson. Yeah, I think that's logical. Um, I think Porcher and Hauger are probably in a class of their own, but I fucking love. Oh, I don't even. Lawson. I don't think that. I think it is. Um, or, look, you're to be honest. I will because I'm. I, I think. I. Am I am I right in saying we both have Hauger coming second? Nope, I've got Hauger winning. Wow! The okay. kid drove yeah, ATVs when he was four years old. That's fucking insane. And... Okay, but like, some people start fucking jacking their dick off at the age of six. That doesn't mean they're good at sex. Who the fuck is jacking their dick off at the age of six, Matthew? What are you talking about? People, people, people who will go on to have a lot of serious problems in life. What kind of um, hormonal? That's God. genuinely. You'd be you'd, There's disturbing stories out there, mate. Look. Give me some Norwegian love. Dennis Hauger is going to pull a piastri. I, I think he's he's a prodigious talent. 
as well. I mean, the kid drove ATVs when he was four years old. Oh, yeah. You're, you're way too upset. That's not that, like, because, to be honest, mate, I think what you're hearing there okay. is that the kid grew up on a farm. Potentially, Most who sure. Grew up on farms sure. Do potentially. shit like that. That's very. Like, I guarantee you, I could go out and talk to some of fucking, like, Alex Moody's mates or a few other people of that ilk. <laughs> Shout out to Alex Moody, you, let's go. <laughs> I could find you 20 fucking country boys at UQ right now who drove ATVs between like the age of like four and, you know, seven or whatever like that. That's not that special. But the thing, the thing as well with me for how... Have you ever seen an interview with him? Uh, possibly not. I don't know. The kid is dialed the fucking, like, he's a fucking, like, a little robot. Like, he is, he's a winner. You can tell he's a winner. And he's here to fucking win. He's like a serious version of Oscar Piastri. Like, cool, calm, collected, focused, ready to go. Like, this is the big thing with Lawson. He's very, very talented, but he's a bit fiery. And that's why I love him. But I also don't necessarily think that lends itself well. serious version of Piastri, because I think... Piastri is the most pro-ready prospect I've ever seen. Yeah. And when I say serious, I and mean, like, Piastri's kind of cheeky, kind of fun, but he's also got that cool, calm collectedness about him. I think Haug has got well, that, Haug is except... Well, Haug is from... Haug is, Haug is Scandinavian. You'd expect Exactly! The only, the only people with personalities in Scandinavia are Swedes, and that's why no one likes them. Yeah. And by no one, I mean me. Sweden is easily the worst Scandinavian country. It's not even close. <laughs> the gulf between sweet Denmark and Sweden in fourth and fifth, it's it boggles the mind. I I do love me some Norway action. I'm 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 all on Dennis Hager winning, and I think he'll beat Druvula by a fairish margin as well. But talk to me. Why do you yeah, think so, Teo Porsche will win? Well, the, uh, I'll, I'll just circle back to the the Lawson and the Hager. I think I don't think there's any real. Separate, because you you sort of said you think Porsche and Hauger are objectively are clear, but you've obviously got Lawson coming second because that's fine. Yep, a little bit of personal bias, nothing wrong with that. I I disagree. I I think with all of them a lot closer than you are. I don't I don't think it's a case of Porsche and Hauger being leagues above uh, Lawson by any means. I think that's fair. That's fair. Law, I think Lawson could be very very close to finishing ahead of Hauger. I think Hauger's really really good. But he's just, I just don't see quite the level of, like, he's not quite, that's the thing, he's not, to my mind, he's not quite a Piastri, Russell, Leclerc, because it took him two years to win F3. And yeah. he's certainly no Piastri, yeah, 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 yeah. 3P, which has never heard of. But he's, he's also younger. not He's younger quite, than those guys, though. He's not, he's not quite, that's also true. He's not quite the Schumacher either in that I don't think he'll need a real warm-up year and then go really hard in year two. Because uh-huh. I think he's going to come second this year. But, like, I don't think he's just a absolute blitz. T- like, how I think that Hauga could come seventh and I, or lower even, and I wouldn't bat an eyelid. I'd probably still pick him to win the championship next season. Mm. And I would lose the drive. Uh, Lawson, and that's the thing. Lawson will come down to... I think Lawson is going to have more highs. Um, and it's going to come down to how much he can cut down the low. So basically, I think what is going to happen with Lawson, I think it's going to be, there's going to be less of the middling results. Yeah. I think a lot of those do real that. So it's whether or not 
will some of those middling results also become lows, in which case he has lots more highs, more lows, and just nothing middling, and then he could end up in a very similar spot to last season. Or more so, if a lot of the middling results become bigger highs, it's whether or not he can turn, cut back on the lows and start turning them into at least middling results or highs themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's when he could maybe really push at the championship. We'll have to wait and see. And he needs a bit more luck than he had. That's fair. But, uh, look, Porsche is somewhat... Obviously, I mean, he'd be close to... I mean, outside of Dylan, and that is probably close to my favourite guy on the grid. There was a point in time, and it's obviously, as I've watched him, just become the possibly the greatest junior driver I've ever seen, and that's hard not to love him. There was a very much a point in time where I think I almost wanted Porsche to beat F, um, Piastri to the F3 title. It was mm. one of the things. I, was like, I want Piastri to win because he's Australian. It was the quintessential early 2010s... Um, Kimi Raikkonen, Mark Webber thing, where Kimi Raikkonen is my favorite. You know, I'm always gonna yeah. Kimi Raikkonen is my favorite driver, but I'm probably still gonna cheer for Webber in a battle with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia Patriot. And that's kind of what it was. I thought Patriot. Oh. Sure, if you want to use that word, because I definitely, I definitely march and you know want black people out of my country. That's not what the word Patriot means. Patriot, that is that is a narrative pushed by the media that you are coming to. I mean, the definition of Patriot is simply what... a man who loves his country, which you do. I know. I yeah. I'd say I don't think that. I Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I think that's what patriots and patriotism should be, but I don't think that is what is viewed as being patriot. I don't think that's what it's sure, one of those sure, things. Sure, sure, sure. But it's we can't act, just the succumb. actual defi- the the actual. Oh, it's not just as coming because it's more than just the media that refers in that kind of way. I think it. I think it's one of those ones where it is the actual dictionary meaning of the word and the twenty first century context upon which the word has taken Uh. and that Uh, yeah i don't think the word word is taken i think the word has been forced to to have taken a certain meaning and i I, i'm not a fan of that myself i don't but it doesn't matter regardless i i like the poor chip pick i think it's a strong pick i think it's well basically the point i'm trying to make here anyway sorry the point I'm trying to make here is last year I went bold, a bit bold, and I went that, and it didn't. It wasn't just like Djokovic didn't win the title; it was woeful. So this time I'm just playing it safe. Mm-hmm. I think, like I, ju- I think it's going to be very, very hard to ask for Porsche not to win this championship. I think he's a safer bet than Schwartzman was last season. That's fair. Um. And yeah, I think he should do better than he did. Again, you talk about how young Hager is, but Porsche is like the same age, or possibly younger. Yeah, oh, Porsche is fucking um, insanely just, he's, it, oh my god. It's that, um, the biggest thing is that, I mean, I don't know whether it's Dave, even if he didn't win, the biggest thing possibly working against Porsche's championship is, I don't know whether he should win it. Because if he wins it, he ha. has to move on. Yeah. And I just not a hundred percent certain there will well there actually there won't be a seat available because Bottas won't be gone and Guan Yu Zhou is not getting his his money isn't gone. Well, sorry. Porsche is distinctly riding on China seeing Russia taking their lead in invading Taiwan. Okay. In which case there will be a seat waiting for him. Because uh, I assume all the same sanctions put on Russia will be that. Because we only sanction countries that don't favor the West. Actually, um, it's, uh, we have a race in Saudi Arabia. We do indeed. 
Uh, yes, but so I don't think there'll be a seat. I think it'll be a bit like a Piastri thing. I just don't know if there'll be a seat available for Porsche. Like, obviously we can that, but because he's he's a Sauber junior driver, and the kind of because of that, the other spot I can. I mean, that could put him in any any team really, because that, that Sauber. Well, him out. yeah. But I, I I struggle to not see, I struggle to see him in anything but a Ferrari powered car, and I just don't know if there's going to be seats in. Well, Ferrari depending on who Mazepin is replaced by, that could be a seat that is available. I don't know how long Bottas' contract is for. We don't know if Joe will, you know, turn out to be shit. So, there is a possibility. Joe will be here for a minimum of three years. Yeah, that's, that's no also fair. Uh, Bottas, I'd be very surprised. I just don't think... And I don't think they'd pair Porsche with Joe um, after Joe's only been there for a year. I think that's a huge and risky gamble. Maybe Carlos uh, Sainz is signed by Red Bull to replace Sergio Perez when Perez retires, and Schumacher goes to Ferrari, thus opening up a spot at Haas. That's definitely not happening. Maybe Teo Porsche... Actually, no, because the Andretti team is allegedly going to be uh, fueled by Renault, so... Uh, oh, jeez. Maybe that's where Gasly goes, and that opens up a seat at Alpine for Piastri. Oh, it's, it's tough. That's possible. It's tough, it's tough, it's tough. If, if Andretti happens, I think there's a very short chance at least one of those seats to be Colton Herter. Because oh, I no, it's def- there's um, one of them is definitely going to be Colton Herter. It's the second seat, that is the question. Uh, which is, I mean, Herter's good, but I think there's better. I think there, I think there is better in IndyCar than Colton Herter. But mm. he's very good and he's very young. Um, and Pato Award is with McLaren, which is why, whereas Colton Herter is obviously already an Andretti driver. Yeah, it's very. I, I think honestly, honestly, it's a very good chance it could easily just be Colton Herter and Grosjean, two Andretti drivers. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I think Grosjean's did. I mean, Herter, I get it because you know, Grosjean, I think it, that should decline that and stick it out in IndyCar because I think Roman Grosjean can be an IndyCar champion, certainly an IndyCar race winner. Oh, I cool. just don't think he could do that in F one. That would be very uh, cool. But I hope the Andretti bid does happen because I actually think that team would be competitive. I like, would love it to a happen. Huge yeah. amount of money, Andretti. Andretti. Uh, well, Honestly, we'll, we'll talk about that more do. on this week's episode of Rear of the Grid. Yes, but Andretti, Andretti should just pick. I don't know what how the young, how young the youngest Andretti, but why don't they should just put an Andretti in the car? <laughs> whatever, whatever Andretti's still roughly in racing age, I should put them in the car. <laughs> Maybe he's the reserve driver. <laughs> or just fucking put in Mario. Mario's probably like eighty now, but yeah, yeah, Mario race. Yeah, for sure. That's not a dangerous at all. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. We're getting off track. Okay, this is what we're going to do, Matthew. We're going to make our bold predictions. Outside of outside of Pollock Barsi winning the championship, what have you got? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't actually have Pollock Barsi winning anything. I think he'll score a few points here and there, but I don't think he's going to get any big results or That's anything like that. Bold. Matt, you've got to make these hot takes tough. Right now, you're looking at freezing cold takes. You, you've got to I, haven't, I haven't made one of my takes yet. I'm warming up. I... Add some add, but the lack of Bollock Barsi winning the title means none of your takes are gonna be hot enough. You need more Cajun sauce, mate. Cajun sauce isn't even that hot, mate. We want some ghost pepper. Well, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta start working, working up. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Like, okay. Ayumu into- will get more podiums than Marcus Armstrong, number one. Okay. One podium in a sprint race is more than no podiums. Congratulations. That's a exactly. bold prediction. I'm being bold. I'm being very bold. Or full caps. That wasn't bold in the bold. Oh, shush. I'm trying to think. 
You do, you do one if you're if you're you know. You currently your your hot takes are worse than Benji Narson. Mate, since you're so right, you're so bullish about these hot takes, how about you give a, a fucking hot take? Come on, get a little bit spicy. Four drivers who start the season will not make it to the end of the season. Not in an ominous way, just in, I think at give least four names, drivers on mate. the grid. Give me some names. That's uh that's a that's a big thing that. Oh, uh, is sure that too spicy for you, season. Bud. Yeah, okay. For sure, for sure, won't be there come seasons end. Jake Hughes, Cordiel, and Bollock Barsi. Mm. Oh, Bol- I feel like Bollock Barsi stays just because of the the narrative. Probably, but I think it's hard to say without the financial situations. But I think, I think I'd feel comfortable in definitely at least two of Vashaw, Cordiel, and Hughes will, uh, if not miss some races, be gone entirely. Mm. Fittipaldi would be the other one too. I think. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I feel weirdly confident in Williams because, like, I just don't understand who he's got the drive if he doesn't have... (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Um... I just don't... Dennis Hauger will retire Jehan (laughs) Daruvla. That's not how that... It's not wrestling. That's not how that works. <laughs> He's going to make him look like such a fucking fool that Daruvula will just have to leave the sport. Fair enough. Um, in terms of just in bold predictions land, uh, I will make uh, bold predictions that both Marcus Armstrong and also Jack Dillon will win the championship. <laughs> Not, not like at the same time. I'm just saying, I have a bold prediction that Armstrong will win the championship and a slightly less bold prediction that Jack Doohan will win the championship. Let's do it. Let's go back and forth. I predict that Jack Doohan will make Red Bull look very, very smart this season. Bam. Um, it's right for you to predict that Armstrong will get, like, negative. <laughs> I can't go that far. I can't go that hard, mate. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Boschong to triple he wait how many podiums did he get last year two two sounds right two or three doubles uh, Ralph Boschong to double his uh, podium tally this season compared to last season I like that I like that I like that uh, very much Drogovic to win five races ooh druggy Bollock Barshi to score a podium at some mm. point. Second place in the Saudi or I don't know what where we are. Um oh, he'll get uh he'll get second place at Spa in the sprint race. I love that. See, I love that you're on the Bologbashi height train, but you're pronouncing it wrong. It's actually pronounced Bologbashi like that. So, you know, I just didn't... I think your phone is pronounced Bolok Bazi. <laughs> I think it's you'll find it's pronounced Epic Gamer. Thank you very much. Uh, all right, Gamer here. Um, I predict that Ollie Caldwell will be removed from the Alpine Academy before season's end and replaced in Campos by Victor Martin or Kyle Collette, depending on who's driving better in F three. 
Well, maybe once the F3 season's finished. Because, see, I don't know how early, much earlier the F3 season finished. I mean, Nanini was just popping up in between both, just a whim, so... But, okay, but the difference is Nanini, Nanini's shit in both. If Martans and Colette are in contention for the F3 title, which they will be, <laughs> they're not just going to fucking ditch that season to race an F2. That's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Because they know they'll be an F2 next year. That's fair. I've got one more prediction. JQs yep. will drive for a different team this season. I think that's I think that's a decent bet. Oh, yeah. you say that, but he's only ever driven for HWA and now VAR. Fuck, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did HWA at the end of for two Grand Prix, two rounds at the end of 2020 before Porsche did the final round for them, and then he did this several fill-ins last season. I think he could drive a bit for Trident when they realise again that Vashore has no money, or he could drive a bit for Campos or Boshan for the same reason, or Colville, Volbashi, etc., etc. I think there are a few options there for him. So that that's my last bold prediction. Do you have uh, anything more? Uh, to... My final one is that we will see Alessio Deletta at some point. This <laughs> yeah, buddy! <laughs> Actually, yeah, alright. I've got Roy Nassani will cause at least 10 crashes this season. That's not high enough. I reckon 20. You reckon 20? He'll average, he'll average more than one a weekend. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I like it. Alrighty. Well, that for me brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, you know what? You know what? Unless... I'll, I'll, I'll just give you one. Uh, Logan Sargent will win the feature race in Bahrain. Oh! I've got... Alright, fine! You just had to sneak it in there, you, you cheeky fucker. I think Hauger will win this feature race in Bahrain. You cheeky fucker. Gotta have it your way, don't you? You cheeky fucker. Matt. Yes. You're a cheeky fucker. And with that... Indeed. We come to the end of this, the season preview of F24U 2022, coming at you with some good quality podcasting, some good quality content, some refreshed Instagram posts, some annoying texting from Matthew on the other side of this uh, microphone. You can find us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. Please follow the Instagram, comment if you want to. Blah, 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 blah. Shameless plug, shameless plug, shameless plug. I've been Deshaun. Matt, how have you been? So your state of being is Deshaun. Yes. My state of being is... Woodwick Candle. (laughs) And this is F2 for you. (laughs) I've done him in. I've done him in, boys. I've done him in. I need like a coffee or something. Do we have any coffee? You just need to not talk about. Um, no, I want to talk Corsican about. I want to talk about the Corsican delicatessen, Matthew. It's important. This is what's wrong with modern sports journalists. They're just oh. they're too focused on the irrelevant details Ooh. of sport. Let me get, me, like, let me get, let me get some sugar.